1: of the world, Steve Fingerstyles!
0: So, welcome to this special edition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First World Collectibles. If you're into science, sports, memorabilia, if you're into comic books, if you're into wrestling stuff please visit firstrow.ca use promo code thepodcast 20 everything you see there is in Canadian funds so to all you American listeners it's a little bit cheaper rate but don't worry international they ship worldwide they got everything like I mentioned from comic books signed sports memorabilia anything literally a nerd needs or wants or a sports collector wants they update daily so no excuse please visit them every day and if you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com today for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like NBA Jam, Red Dead Redemption, World of Warcraft, and so many others. Everything you see on their website's available in ebook and paperback format, so there's no excuse. So please visit bossfightbooks.com. And if you want to support me monetarily, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com. Or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. It takes you right to the merchandise store. I got hoodies. I got t-shirts. I got baby onesies. Travel mugs. Literally anything you need or want. But if you don't want to support anything monetarily. Totally understandable. The most easiest thing. The freest thing. The most important thing you can do. Please people. You have no idea. Is to rate. Subscribe. Review on all the major platforms, but most specifically, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So, usually, right now, I would introduce my guests and get right into it. I haven't done one of these solo intros in a very long time, so to all you new listeners, this is how I actually used to do the podcast, solo, and then I started doing guests, and then it just took off, and it is what it is today, but I wanted to drop a very special episode first, because my guests could only give me half the time that I usually get from all my other guests, very busy man, and second, because I hit a huge milestone, I don't know what's going on, the numbers are going through the roof, I got to thank everyone, I'm dropping this bonus special episode because of that, it's perfect timing, I don't understand it, 400% from my last month, from my last week, the growth keeps going, I thank you so very much, please continue downloading, please continue listening, on that note, on to the guest. So my next guest is the co-creator of the UFC, yes, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, and is the current CEO of Combate Global, Mr. Campbell McLaren. Hey,
2: how are you? Good to finally get on the show. It took us a little while, but I'm glad to be here.
0: Hey, you know what? It's totally worth it. Like, right off the bat, first and foremost, I have to thank you for co-creating pretty much my what has become my favorite sport now. Much appreciated, and I'm sure a lot of people... Tipped their hats off to you on a on a regular. Yeah,
2: let me let me let's define what co creating means yes, because please. a lot of people about it. And actually, uh, my uh, digital team spends a lot of time uh, on my wiki and on the UFC's wiki page. Like okay. people are always questioning. So uh, you know, my background was really as a TV producer. Okay, uh, I produced quite a bit of pay per view. Uh, I did a lot of comedy. I also had a comedy background as a talent manager of Larry David, Joy Behar, And that's how I knew Joe Rogan uh, Mm. from back in. And um, uh, a guy named Art Davey, uh, who was sort of a sales rep for uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu and for Horian, uh, uh, called me Mm -hmm. and said, uh, the Gracies do a thing called um, the Gracie Challenge. We want to call it the War of the Worlds. We think it would make, you know, a great television show, pay-per-view. They will fight anyone. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, just hearing about it, when I figured out, and I met Horion and I figured he the Gracies would fight anyone. Mm-hmm. In my mind, um, I, I conceived it as a, uh, a reality version of Mortal Kombat, the video game.
0: Okay, because I was going <laughs> to ask you that too, yes.
2: That was really my inspiration. So that's why I want to be very clear that people would uh, wear uh, the 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 gear, the uniform that they wear in their art. So, if you remember, if you go back to UFC one, mm-hmm. uh, it was not mixed martial arts; no. it was art versus art. Mm-hmm. And we had a boxer, sumo, Brazilian jiu jitsu, Gracie jiu jitsu, karate, right. uh, savat. Who am I forgetting? Kempo. So and and so, I, what in, in my mind I saw it as a uh, reality version of Mortal Kombat. I was a TV producer with a lot of credits. Um, I hired Joe Silva as my assistant. Oh wow! And he later be and he later became, uh, um, you know, the uh, matchmaker, legendary matchmaker. Of course. Uh, obviously, I brought in Rogan on UFC 11 because we were still so uh, so hard to get things to run right. I wanted a comedian that could think on their feet and be funny. Mm. And he was a guy. And so if he had to stall or, or, you know, kill time, he could do that. Um, you know, uh, Horeon came to me. So the Gracie's came to me, but you know, I was able to bring in Shamrock and, um, Tank Abbott, uh, Manny Yarbrough, our 660 pound, uh, gentle giant sumo. Right. Uh, and then, you know, I developed the storylines and just the, the no rules marketing, uh, which ended up being a problem because Senator John McCain, you know, just uh, uh, was very bothered by the UFC. So, you know, that's the background. That's what co created means. You know, I wasn't a founder because I worked for a company. People say, why did you sell it? Um, I didn't sell it, I worked for a company that sold it. They didn't understand it. Right. Uh, I love UFC, I would have never have sold it. Mm. I might have had hibernated, but I never (laughs) would have sold the the, I mean, I loved it. I totally loved it. Um, But I'll tell you, Mm -hmm. being forced out by the company because of the political heat, uh, Horian had left because, you know, he didn't want time limits. Uh, The Gracies believe they can cook anyone, but they need time to do it. And it was not working on a three-hour pay-per-view block.
1: So mm-hmm. Orion
2: had gone. There was so much uh, you know, because I'm in the New York Times saying, you know, death is cheap, fourteen ninety-five, you know, and doing the no rules two men enter, one man leave, all that sure. nonsense. But, you know, I said banned in 49 states. Mm-hmm. But we had done it in six. So nobody ever said to me Campbell, that's 55 states. <laughs> right? Now, I know Toronto. Right. So I uh, you, it's okay if you don't know this, but the U.S. has 50 states. Right. So I, you know, the math didn't add up, and you know, <laughs> if, if anyone asked me, I would have said, "Yeah, it's legal in on this one, the right. one, one we're in, Abandon all the others."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But nobody ever asked. You know, it was, it was a great slogan. We found out I did research mm-hmm. that 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 showed girls' soccer, mm-hmm. girls' high school soccer, had more concussions than the ufc wow remember no gloves no it, it, the gloves make a big difference right? right but you know is that a good marketing slogan safer than girls high school soccer
1: nah.
2: no So <laughs> no rules two men enter one man leaves you, you know banned in 49 states it worked it worked too well so That's um cool. somewhere around ufc 22 yeah. uh, it was a german company called bertelsmann uh pretty much they thought it would be good if i would Uh, Move on. Mm. And maybe John McCain would settle down. Right. Um, And, you know, we're already uh, with with a dear friend of mine, David Isaacs, that worked there. We're already working on the unified rules. Mm. Um, You know, so what does co-founder mean? Co-creator? It means, you know, helping develop the octagon, doing the no rules and Bandit 49 states marketing, hire Joe Silva, hire Joe Rogan, work with Big John, bring in Jeff Blotnick. Um, you know, I mean, all the creative parts of the UFC that you see, are, are really, that's my creation. That's my work. Um, you know, now it's a world class sport. Right. Uh, Very high-level athletes, the best athletes, 25 to 35 years old in the world, are over there. Um, So what am I doing at Combate Global? Um, Look, my second act, I took a long break from uh, uh, MMA. It was like 2005, 2006, and I saw The Ultimate Fighter. And I did a hip-hop version of uh, MMA called The Iron Ring. Okay. Did it for a TV network called BET, Black Entertainment Television. Of
0: course, we get that and, up here.
2: Yeah, and I got uh, hip hop guys and gave them teams of fighters so nobody gets shot in the club and <laughs> they can all have an argument. Sure. And great. So I had—I uh, don't know if you're a hip hop fan, oh, but I'm these huge. guys, big. What? Then it was ludicrous. Okay. Nelly, Ti, Little John. Oh wow! And couldn't sing, but he could dance, named Floyd Mayweather.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: So I gave them all teams of fighters. The show was a huge hit. Wow. It did higher ratings than The Ultimate Fighter, uh, but it was totally insane. Everyone mm. got arrested. Not Ludacris. Ludacris is a real gentleman, okay. takes care of his family, just a real nice guy. He showed up. He wasn't stoned. He oh, wasn't wow. smoking a weed. Nice. That. bring a gun. Mm-hmm. Everybody... Sure. And um, everybody got it. T.I. had a submachine gun with a silencer. What? He got a that Nelly had a pound of weed on the tour bus that he said was his own use, which I actually believe Nelly's okay. not selling. It. Of
0: I course think he not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so anyway, but I saw how much fun it was, and it was a very different thing, and it was, you know. And, and then Michael Framowitz – uh, who's my number two guy, and mm-hmm. you know, helped start Strike Force with Scott Coker, and you know, has worked with me now for seven years. Mm-hmm. We're going uh, Hispanic, Latin, Spanish athletes, combat athletes are the greatest. Think of boxing. And we thought saw there was a real opening. The UFC was not focused on, mm-hmm. and it's just either a Hispanic audience or really Hispanic athletes. And we launched Combate. Uh, we're seven and a half years in. Mm-hmm. Uh what's happening? We are in in North America. We in the US, we are the second highest rated TV MMA program in the country. We beat the PFL, we beat Bellator, we beat everybody. Right. Not the UFC, but we're closing in. Mm-hmm. And uh we've just done a deal on Paramount Plus yes. for the English language side. We have around 600,000 people watching us every Friday. Whew. Uh and um it, it's it's a total blast. We got back this uh, very interesting um, Nielsen. Nielsen is the big TV research firm. Right. And they saw that um, 90, 91, 92% of my audience doesn't watch the UFC or Bellator. Really? So it's a new audience. We are 20 years younger mm. than the average. Ap- UFC viewer, we we have a real crossover with soccer, okay. Because we country versus country model combate. My mm-hmm. fighters are younger; they're more aggressive. They're looking mm-hmm. to prove themselves. We're signed the as I said, best fighters in the world, twenty five years old to thirty five years old, are signed to the UFC. That's just how it is. The best ones in the world, they're there. Right. So you can go one of two ways. You can go guys that have aged out, been thrown out got taught whatever and sign them or you can go younger and go for folks if you have a good scouting mechanism and i think we do so we're signing people with three professional fights Mm. and turning out you know the 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 fighters in the next two to three years um you know we'll have the best fighters um so it's exciting we say our brand of mma is much more action Mm -hmm. Mass action. We, because uh, our guys are coming out of boxing a lot rather than mm-hmm. Uh So uh, the ground game is more defensive than combate, okay. and it, people want to win by strikes, muay thai, uh, boxeo, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so it's fun to watch. Twenty-two year old guys. You know what they. You know what they say. The young rattlesnakes are much more dangerous than the old rattlesnakes. It's true, right? It is true. The old baddies is like, "I'll bite you later." (laughs) You're biting. The ones are like, "I bite every fucking body." Yep. So, uh, and and I believe our women, particularly in the 115, you know, we're going to do our all-women's tournament August seven. Um, you know, we have a young woman from Spain named Claudia Diaz. That in Spain, they just did a huge article in the biggest. um, uh, paper in spain madrid's biggest paper mm-hmm. um and they're comparing her to ronda rousey wow because she's that dominant she's really pretty mm-hmm. and she's got an incredible background uh she, she has 20 professional muay thai fights
0: okay
2: trained in thailand for three years it's just, she's an absolute killer um very nice person out of the Lahala, <laughs> and an assassin in Lahala. So August seventh are all, and we do tournaments the way I did when I launched the UFC. Oh, okay. so it's fighters one night. Mm. You have to win fights. So I'm I'm back to the old days there. Nice. Uh, what else do we do in August first? Um, we have uh, something called the Copa uh, Combate Copa, which is our World Cup. And August first, you will see fighters from France. Uh, Spain, Italy, and Ireland Ooh. all fighting to get a slot in the Copa. We typically have done all you know, all of North America and all of South America. So the first one was in Mexico and a Mexican fighter won. Then we did it in California and the U.S. fighter won. And then our third was in Peru mm-hmm. and the Peruvian fighter won. So I guess there is a hometown advantage. There you go. Um, so this time we're opening it up to Europe. So whoever wins... This tournament, August one, they will get their country in the Copa in December. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, and that's pretty cool. Um, we tend to tie into soccer games. We do country versus country style competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I it, 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 it's so much fun! I can't believe that this is an actual job.
0: <laughs> I could only imagine.
2: It's just, it's such a blast. Would, you know when you when you start doing video, mm. uh, have me back on and I'll show you around the studio of on course. video. But if you haven't seen the show, we're on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten thirty Eastern is our pre-show. Uh, Univision uh, midnight uh, on both coasts. Midnight on Univision uh, English commentary on Paramount Plus with Max Brados. Okay, who's LAFC, a very famous soccer and fighting correspondent. And of course, Juliana Pena, who's fighting Amanda Nunez, in yes. um, a couple of our English commentator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may even make an appearance. Who knows? So, uh, Paramount Plus, for you non Spanish speakers, I'm very Spanish challenged.
0: Oh, Nami, uh, I understand it. My, my wife, uh, she's from Ecuador, so I completely understand. And And having a Portuguese background, too, it's a similar language.
2: Yeah, I know. Portuguese, you know, it's so funny, but, you know, when you go, uh, uh, if you're near Brazil, like mm. in Argentina, where, where, uh, well, Colombia, everybody says they understand Portuguese. Right. But when I was in Brazil, they told me they didn't understand Spanish. Now, really? I think that was just Brazil, dude. I think that was just kind of the Brazilian fuck you. <laughs> me, Most yeah, likely. They're like, start off, fuck you. I'm happy. Things are good, but let's just start. That's where we start.
0: Right. Anyway, right.
2: what else can I tell you?
0: Oh, how about this? Going back to the UFC quickly, and then we'll, we'll, we'll continue with Combates, because there's just, just a few things I always wanted to know. Okay, I understand a cage to fight in, but why an octagon? Why not a regular ring w- w- with a cage set up? All right, that's a great question.
2: Um, so early on, when I'm hanging out with in, in in California, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to drum up support in Hollywood, Right, okay. and I talked to Van Dam, the muscles from Brussels, and he goes, "Yeah, this is a great idea. I'm not coming because everybody will want to fight me." I <laughs> That's very helpful. And then uh, Chuck Norris said this shouldn't be legal. He told Art Davie this shouldn't be legal. And I'm wow. like, Okay, thank you for that. And then Horian goes, uh, "Let's talk to you know Arnold mm. because." he will like it so I met Arnold before he was the governor obviously and uh, he goes yeah this is a great idea (laughs) and I go will you come he goes oh no way (laughs) no but kindergarten cop I'm a movie star now the moms they won't let their children watch my movies if I go to this but you should do it what are you waiting for I go and she goes but I give you a, a good idea You remember the Conan movies? Mm -hmm. Conan fights in a stone octagon. Octagon is very cool.
0: Oh. Octagon
2: is very cool. Right. And that's why it was an octagon.
0: Oh, my God. That's so cool.
2: I'm not coming to you (laughs) all then, though. It's funny. I sat next to him at the 20th anniversary. Okay. And I was giving him a hard time. And my wife goes, she goes, First, you need to refer to him as governor.
0: Mm. Sure.
2: That's like president, right? Once you're a governor, you're always a governor. And I'm calling him Arnie, right? And and my wife goes, hey, moron, uh, do, do you call him governor. And she goes, and maybe you should lay off. Maybe you should not be giving. Right. <laughs> but I, I kept going, why did you come? You should have come. Leo Caprio came back then. Oh. And Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt said in a famous interview when he was dating Jennifer Aniston and in love with her, he goes, the only thing I can find wrong with her is she doesn't like the UFC. So so we had this super Hollywood, uh, you know, connection back then because it was very cool it, it was
0: cool. No it was cuz like I like myself I started watching us like the first event I was 13 at the time when UFC 1 dropped and then I kept going and then it was right around 20 where I fell off a bit and then I started coming back again around 50, right? But even but, back but then did the, the thing. Well, so, That's exactly
2: my sketch, well, you- But let me How old are you?
0: I'm 41. Oh, sorry, 42.
2: All right. That's the age. Of the UFC fan, now. it is. Combate's age is 27.
0: Mm. So you see, you see,
2: the best fighters in the year, U- not the best, okay, not the best, the most popular, mm. the ones that can sell tickets, right? Right. And these guys are all into their 30s, mm. and some of them, you know, Stipe is pushing 38, 39.
0: It's true, right? It's so true. It's so true. Well, that's the one thing everyone's talking about now is that they don't have that marquee guy other than, like, say, McGregor, right?
2: And he's, what, 33, and he's going to be sitting up.
0: Exactly, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't have, like, even John Jones supposedly doesn't bring in the numbers as like a Ronda Rousey did or people back in that time, right?
2: A beautiful blonde. I I heard a Ronda interview... And this is before – this is like her first fight they're interviewing. Okay. She goes, the problem I had in that fight was my sports bra was going to come off. Oh, my goodness. I went, oh, my God, this woman is a genius. She just hinted that sports bras might come off mm. in MMA. The girls are fighting. I go, that was brilliant. She was an absolute – she was a brilliant marketer. Uh, do you know who – you remember Tank Abbott? Of course. Okay, so I did this – interview and it, it was on twitter
0: okay
2: uh, i had compared ronda to tank abbott oh i said they both brought in new fans tank tanks style he said was bar can do mm-hmm. so instead of being martial artist fans it was every yahoo yes. you know every hooligan you know <laughs> and that's that was Tank's fans. And I said, uh, he brought in all those new fans. They weren't martial arts fans. And Ronda brought in a whole group of people that weren't necessarily martial arts. They just were intrigued mm-hmm. that this pretty blondie was an ass kicker. So John, Big John, who, 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 who was always angry at me for my no-rules marketing because he was the referee. He had to, you know, as he said, he had to cash the checks. My lips were writing. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> So he comes up to me. He goes, "Tank Abbott's a psychopath, alcoholic, terrible man." And he was—he had threatened John's wife years earlier. And oh, okay. um, and he's giving me—I mean, he's big, John. You know, he's a big guy. He was, he was mad. He was mad. And then Rhonda happened to come up. This was at an event, okay. and Rhonda's coming. I go, Rhonda, 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 help me out here. Okay. I go, I compared you to Tank Abbott, and she goes, "I saw that. It's fucking hilarious." <laughs> Was, he, he was madder, but he left me alone.
0: Right. Oh my goodness. So how about the name, the Ultimate Fighting Championship? Who came up with that?
2: Um, you can hear our, uh, you hear the live audio in the background. You know, I didn't. I, I honestly, I didn't really love the name okay. because the Ultimate Frisbee. Right. I kept oh. going. It hey, sounds like Ultimate Frisbee. Okay. But like. You know, I didn't have anything better, so we did the Ultimate Fighting Championship. But then after a while, we had to get fighting out of the name because, I mean, people were mad about what we were doing anyway. So, like the NFL, we went to
0: three letters, the UFC. Mm, Perfect. And now, fast forward again, back to Combate. I heard or read somewhere that Daddy Yankee helped you launch Combate. Is that true?
2: Yeah. I think it's a great crossover potential in combat sports to bring in entertainers. Okay, Obviously, the folks at Triller think that too. Right? Yep. So, that, that, uh, uh, I did it a little. I was starting to do it a little. I mean, Joe Rogan was a comedian who mm. I brought into the UFC, right? But that's not the UFC's way. The UFC is the uh, high-level, world-class athletes fighting. That is the end of the story, right? Yep. So, I bring in Uh, Daddy Yankee, I made him an honorary commissioner. Oh, right. And he loved boxing and he's in our reality show. Mm -hmm. Right. So we have, uh, 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 you know, a number uh, Maria Angelique uh who, who you don't know but has millions and millions and millions of followers on instagram okay. performed a song at one of our shows like three or four shows ago mm. and we're gonna have other in breaks in action we're gonna have other probably reggae reggaeton singers come in oh, nice. i like the entertainment and daddy yankee was a boxer and then he got hurt and that's why he went into music
0: really okay
2: and now, what you find with a lot of entertainers is they want to be—they uh, want to show they're tough, and by hanging out with fighters and fighting, it shows they're tough. Whether it's boxing or mm-hmm. thriller or UFC or whatever, sure. you know. Um, I mean, I let Leo. Leo DiCaprio was so young; he was doing Gilbert Grape mm-hmm. uh, UFC three, and he couldn't buy a ticket because he wasn't eighteen. <laughs> And and so a friend of mine knew his publicist, and uh, I brought him into stage door. Mm. And so he and he still sits in the third row, same seat. You know, I brought him and had him in for UFC three. You know, so you know that's a daddy Yankee helped uh, Chino Inacho, You know, well-known Venezuelan pop group. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I tell you, it was funny. There was a picture. Helen Mirren came to one of our events. Okay in Tahoe she has a house up in Tahoe and Mm. she's a big fan Mm -hmm. and I got a great picture of her holding our belt and uh and you know uh, a lot of people wrote about it go you know why is Helen Merritt (laughs) (laughs) that's because we we like celebrities also Kate Del Castillo Mm. you know who's the cartel bad woman in Bad Boys 3 okay and and also has uh, uh, la reina del sur which is the biggest novella ever made it's they're doing three now oh, wow. uh is one of the besters so she comes pretty regularly to the events and if, if your wife knows who she is by the way
0: probably if you
2: say oh castillo she goes oh castillo. you go oh yeah
0: <laughs> okay well i know you got to go soon so t- before we wrap this all up You've been having a sort of an ordeal on Twitter recently with the MMA journalists. Now, what I want to know is why do you think that Kumbati does not get the respect as the other promotions do when you're second in ratings?
2: Uh, it's, it's 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 really simple. Uh, it, it's really capitalism is one reason, and mm. cultural bias is the other reason, and those are powerful forces. Capitalism, why? Some of the other organizations buy a lot of advertising on the MMA sites. Ah. And they don't want, in fact, uh, uh, the head of the PFL, uh, got very angry with me for putting out everybody's ratings. It's um, his suck, <laughs> and mine don't. So, uh, so it's, it's, uh, you know, a, a lot, a lot of the, uh, organizations do advertise on the sites. Okay, And I think there's a, and then the cultural bias is the editors and there's a well-known writer told me this, uh, Uh, The editors say, that's not our readers, so we're wasting space, Mm. right? Now, my point is, (laughs) how do you grow a sport if you don't want to bring in new viewers? And um, 81% of Hispanics in the U.S. speak English,
0: Yep.
2: right? And there's many English-dominant Hispanics, and, and even more so, there's many Hispanics in this country, in the U.S., uh, that uh, don't speak Spanish. Mm. You know, there's a natural tendency of the immigrant population into a country. By the third generation, they often lose the, uh, the home language. Uh, so so uh, capitalism and cultural bias. Uh, Kevin Aioli, um, who is a very well-known MMA writer, um, you may know him by his professional name, Kevin assholy
0: oh
2: he uh he I have a uh, an email where he wrote and he said uh, uh, to my publicist stop pitching me combate I am never gonna write about a Spanish organization
0: are you kidding me
2: I put that out on Twitter by the way and uh, oh. that's why Kevin Iole blocked me oh. I think he's the person on Twitter that's ever
0: blocked
2: me <laughs> so pro bias and capitalism they're tough forces to fight but I don't I don't look Crazy. the truth of the matter is that MMA, Journalists, Ariel Helwani has clout, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you this: as a fellow Canadian, uh, you, this this may offend you. You said you were hard to offend. Go for but it. But I went on show years ago, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Why are you doing a show for Latin America?" I go, "It's not for Latin America. It's for America, America."
0: <laughs> and
2: he he said, "Well, why why would you do that in Spanish?" And I said. Qu- quote, you dumb motherfucker. Wow. There are three times as many Hispanics in the U.S. as there are in your entire fucking country. Mm. That would be Canada. Yes, of course. And that's a truth, that's a fact. Right. One can look at that. Mm-hmm. Can- Canadians are smart enough to live on a very narrow uh, uh, area. That is either on the coast or along the U.S. border or yeah. up the and where Canadians live. There's a lot of Canada. There is. There's no but
0: nope. not a polar bear. Yep.
2: Right. Yep. Of course. But the, and so the Canadians live, and it's really if you looked at where Canadians live, it actually is a reasonably dense country.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Because it's yep. all in that area. Anyway, so Ariel didn't like me after that, uh, for good reason. You know, I called him a dumb motherfucker on his own show. Sure. But he's the only one that really uh, drives ratings, I think. And I think he's a little bit irrelevant now that he's left ESPN. Uh, and the rest of them, who cares? God, i got 600,000 new fans watching my show. They haven't done dick. Right. Old, um, um, is it Henny Penny that's going to bake the bread and no one will help her bake the bread? Do you know this old children's story? No. So, Henny, I'm going to bake bread and everybody goes, ah, well, I'm not going to help you, but... You know, good luck. And mm-hmm. she baked bread and then everybody shows up to have the bread. Mm. And she goes, dumb motherfuckers, you didn't help me bake the fucking bread. It doesn't go this way in a kid's story, but this is really what she and, and so I baked this bread and I've already got an audience. Yeah. And if you don't write about me, you're just a fool. You're a moron. You're missing this big cultural uh, 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 to call it trend, Democrat. You know, sure. all these new fans, all these new fans. So anyway, we've got a couple big announcements um, in the next few weeks that we're not doing in the MMA press. So right. you
0: know, no, that's perfect. That's fantastic. Even
2: the Paramount thing so much. Yeah. So uh, Paramount Plus, great, great partner. Uh, obviously, we're uh, now live in the same neighborhood as Scott Coker and Bellator. And uh, Michael Framowitz and I went up to see Scott like three or four weeks ago because we wanted to tell him in person. Our research goes, I told you 94% don't watch the UFC. We found 0% watch Bellator on Univ. So there's no, we're not taking anything away from Scott. I think Scott is great. He knows Mm -hmm. how to put together big fights. I'd love to do something with him. We Mm -hmm. sort of have something in mind. Nice. Nice. So Paramount Plus, English, great stuff.
0: That's awesome. Well, then plug your shit where people can find you.
2: Yeah. Let me come back to MMA Twitter just because I enjoy, uh, you know, giving these knuckleheads a hard time. So we've been covered recently in the Times, as in the London Times. New York Post, Vice, Heavy, Athletic. You know, like everybody's writing about us except for MMA Bloody Monkey Junkie. (laughs) The only one's not writing. Like I don't care.
0: Don't. Don't write about it. Yeah, and you even went as far as applying for membership of the Mixed Martial Arts <laughs> Journalists Association as well. So, are you going to write about yourself? <laughs>
2: well, that was the plan, by the way. Uh, but I need an app. So, if I get in. Look, and I know, guys. If oh. I don't know if any of the journalists or listener, or anyone, your listeners knows the jurnos. Right? Hey, it's all in fun. Look, look, you dumb bitches. <laughs> the fighters hug it out at the end. They do, right? That's true. I can't hug it out. You know why? Because you're all bitches. You're all cowards and bitches. I'll hug it out. I'll make up. I didn't make up with that idiot, Ariel
0: Helwani. See, there, and, and and I don't understand that. It's I don't understand how people take everything so personal. Like I understand this is their life and or whatever, but isn't it business in the end? Like you know what I mean?
2: This is my life. Fuck <laughs> their life. I'm 28 years into this. I That's live, true. sleep, and breathe this.
0: That's true. That's their true. Their
2: life, They only have a life and a job because of me.
0: You know what? That's so true too. I didn't even think of that.
2: It's totally true, as does Joe Rogan. Right. Frank does Dana White. So, um, you know, I'm a little
0: respect?
2: Amigo, this has been fun. we are yes. got to do it again. Of course. Video- I'll give you the behind-the-scenes tour.
0: Most definitely. P- p- plug your stuff where people can find you on the socials then, and then I'll let you go.
2: Oh. Campbell Combate. There you go. Combate <laughs> Twitter, Campbell Combate Instagram. Only follow me, though. If if you like to watch the journalists of MMA being abused, <laughs> I never think bad about fighters, never okay. have, never will. I respect every single fighter,
1: there you
2: go. And, but I will beat up on other promoters. That I will do. That I love doing. Campbell Combate Twitter, Campbell Combate Instagram. If you're Spanish, you're not on Twitter. Um, so do the Instagram and if um, you know you're like you like MMA Twitter, you should you really should follow me. Lorenzo Fertita follows me, Ken Shamrock, Hoyce Gracie. There you go. You know, we it's an interesting back and forth going on there. Ariel Hawani does not follow me, and Kevin Ioli blocked me. That's what we're up to.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you very much, Campbell. It's been a pleasure, it's been an honor. I can't wait to do it again.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was fun.
0: And yes. That was Campbell McLaren. Thank you very much, sir. Like I told him, this was an honor. This was a pleasure. Can't believe it. Got to talk to the creator or co-creator of the UFC. Can't wait to have him back on. Quickly plug my shit. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the Podcast Dap. Please email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at thepodcastdap at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because if it helps them out in most certainly and most definitely helps me out but again the easiest thing please guys rate subscribe review on all major platforms usually i say one last question before i let my guests go but since campbell's not here i just want to once again reiterate thank you so much for everyone who listens but please again rate subscribe review on all that stuff from the bottom of my heart thank you thank you on that note he was campbell i'm steve this is the podcast peace